you're listening to Quest Gaming Magic the Gathering. Constructed gameplay, community news, and lore. Welcome back, everyone, to Quest Gaming, Magic the Gathering, QG, MTG, brought to you by the Quest Gaming Network. I am your host and white mage, Ivarwin, and boy, we've got a really awesome show for you tonight. We're going to be covering lots of great stuff. Uh, We've got a uh, live booster pack for you, which we're going to be doing in just a little bit from Ixalan on Magic the Gathering Online. Um, we've got some gameplay for you on, on MTGO as well. Um, we're going to jump into some lore from the dark with Mithril and Mithril is going to explain to us a little bit about a format called Penny Dreadful. He made some decks for us to play tonight as... Rogue jumps in and starts talking a little bit about some of uh, some um, some new gameplay, not necessarily new gameplay mechanics, but <laughs> but uh, things that that um, that that new players can can need to know when it comes to the steps in Magic: The Gathering. And uh, I've got some questions for him too in regards to card types and when they can get played during uh, during these steps as well. Um, so we've got a really awesome show f- ahead for you today. We are streaming live here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Quest Gaming Network. Big shout out to Ishabu in the chat room. And uh, and we're we're actually just going to, we're going to jump into it right now. Um, Mithril, how you doing? Yes, I'm doing fine in this uh, lovely time of morning. All right. Okay, great. <laughs> You're very straightforward. It was just, bam, I'm doing fine. <laughs> um, and, uh, of course, we've got uh, Rogue here as well. Rogue, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Doing all right? Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm actually going to set up a little... Uh, little Pandora loving for the uh, for the podcast and for the, for the stream. A little loving. Yeah, let's see. We've got... Uh, I don't know if Alice in Chains works works for our show, but we're gonna we're gonna find something else. I think what do you, maybe a little Freedom Call Radio. What do you think, guys? Yeah, why not? Do what do why what not? you think is awesome. I think that's gonna be awesome. Some Freedom Call Radio and Magic the Gathering. What do you think? Yeah, because it might pull up some other bands that I like that are related to them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh yeah, that sounds good. All right, now I'm ready for a show, guys. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Magic the Gathering. All right, QGMTG guys. So let me ask you this: What have you been doing in game? Let's start with uh, let's start with Mithril. I have been uh, exploring, well, playing the, uh, I guess what you call the league for Penny and Dreadful, and that means I had to submit a deck that I would play for the entire duration of this league, and my rankings will be showing up on the Penny Dreadful website. Well, that's pretty cool, man. Mm-hmm. All right, so you so you uh, so you jumped in on this on the Penny Dreadful League. Yeah, I did. 
Okay. Uh, I'm not doing so well right now, but, you know, uh, I'll, I'll get better when I get more experience with the deck I, I chose. Okay. Um, I know we're going to get into it later as to, like, exactly what Penny Dreadful is and, and all of that. Um, but I just want to throw this this website out there real quick, because uh, I know you said you, you signed up for the league, right? Yeah, I signed up for the league. Okay. And what, what's the website for that? It is. Let me bring it up so I don't tell anyone the wrong thing. Yeah, no problem. Uh, while while you're doing that, I just want to throw out there: um, if uh, if you are if you do enjoy our show, folks, uh, there's lots of ways that you can uh, help sponsor and uh, sp- sponsor us. Okay, uh, simply by tuning in to, to our shows, consuming the show as well. You know, checking out uh, checking us out on on Twitch um, is a, is a great way of, of helping us out here. Um, and we've got some sponsors that we're going to go into uh, a little bit later, but right now we just want to uh, say that we are affiliates on Twitch. If you enjoy all of our content, okay, we'd like to ask you to maybe head over to Twitch and uh, subscribe to us. We are streaming uh, five days out of the week. That is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I'll be taking those two days off, but I may end up streaming anyway. So if you're looking for a way to sort of support us here at QGN, one great way of doing that is by uh, hanging out with us in our Twitch channel. And if you're able to, subscribe to us. Over to you, Mithril. Uh, yes. Uh, the website is pdmtgo.com. Okay. So that basically stands for Penny Dreadful Magic the Gathering Online.com. pdmtgo.com. Cool, ma'am. That is correct. And uh, later, we're going to we're gonna be talking about... Um, what Penny Dreadful is, and we're going to be playing it as well. So that's so that's going to be fun um, to kind of you know learn. It's my first Penny Dreadful deck that um, Mithril made for me, uh, so I'm looking forward to, to playing that. It's going to be it's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to this. Um, Rogue, what about you? What have you been doing in, in Magic, man? I've just been sorting out my cards, looking at old cards, and figure out out more chances of getting my zombie deck off the ground. Sweet man. Um, Okay. How's that zombie deck going so far? Any any new developments? Yeah, uh, thanks to the some of the new cards that have just uh, been added to the mix, I've actually got some uh, of Liliana's more, let's just say, call them fun bits. From the last sets, I got the Liliana's Mastery, which gives all zombies one plus one. And it uh, actually creates tokens whenever something comes on the battlefield i i i stopped after you said liliana's fun bits and then after that i somehow just started (laughs) i drifted i'm sorry me too and then i was trying to wonder if you were making a uh what kind of deck is it is it for commander or is yeah commander deck is it funnier since we're talking about magic the gathering that i ask if that that liliana's fun bits if that was an off color joke well, uh, uh, fun uh, and uh, uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking hard now. You know, if that if that's in our color pie. I'm an idiot. Someone hit me in the face. I'm. A, I deserve to get punched for that stupid. See, thing. like unlike the other shows, we're just gonna just give in to this stuff and then just continue. We don't care. It's three o'clock in the morning. No one gives a shit. <laughs> It's like I, I, her color pie. Color her pie? Bits. What? I mean, what? 
that an off-color joke? Anyway, all right, let's move oh, on. Let's not exacerbate this. Uh, <laughs> poor Rogue. Um, <laughs> stupid. Uh, all right, so so um, so what else you got on that Rogue? Anything? Actually, not not made anything else. Um, it's still a blue black. Still blue, still blue and black. Okay. Blue black is his jam. That's why he chose it. Rogue, are you there? Uh oh. Appears to be some connection issues. Drop call? <laughs> no. Oh no. <laughs> we killed him with the Liliana joke. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> The internet was like, nope. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, he dropped. All right, well, we're going to... Ch- Poor Rogue. <laughs> Poor no, guy. Sometimes there's, there's a thing that's too much excitement. I think so. I think so. I'm hoping that uh, his computer isn't giving him a hard time, because if it is, this uh, this might be a theme for the, for the episode today. Good Lord. Yeah. A, th- a theme that jokes can kill your computer, just like how it happened to Mark. Yes, yeah, that, poor Mark. He he got he got hammered. I mean, it's a good thing that we've got an awesome community, and they kind of pitched in to to get him out of that situation. But yeah, we had some yeah solid freaking technical difficulties for for Mark on on uh, classic Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls off the record, QG D and D. So. Really he's stuck. a he's a definitely uh, he he's a, uh, a a column in the community. A column? <laughs> oh not, yeah, not a pillar a, or a colossus. <laughs> Any word you want to use. He's <laughs> an Eldrazi Titan. He's an Eldrazi. <laughs> Erlen has said that it happened again. PC is shitting bricks. I didn't. It didn't even overheat this time. Oh wow! Ugh. It's uh, that is not good. All right. Well, uh, how did he send that message to you through Skype? Yes, through Skype. So he's on Skype right now. Oh, I think we I think we're getting him back. Yeah. Hey, Rogue. Hi. All right. So so it's all right, man. We rolled with it, but you're back. Yeah. Okay. All I, right. I've just logged on my phone instead. You locked on. That's your... probably a more stable platform. <laughs> Talk about phoning it in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's an iPhone, damn it! But it still works. Come on, let's continue. Let's. Uh, well, I think we did a barrel roll. We definitely did. We dodged that. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. Things are going to get a little interesting when we do the booster pack. Yeah, just sure. um, name them up. Name them up. All right. Lightning here's, round. Here's here's how this is going to happen. So we're going to jump into our live booster pack, guys. And then Rogue, why don't we why don't we do this? We'll have your we'll we'll push your segment in first. Okay? Okay. And then maybe this way if any other issues happen, you got your segment in and out of the way. No worries. You know, you don't have to pull your hair out to What do you think? Actually, I think we can do that. Okay. We can do that. But uh, is it before the booster pack opening or... Okay, so we're going to do it after the booster pack, which we're going to do right yeah. now. Okay? Okay. All right, so here we go. We've got a 15-card booster pack from Ixalan. Yes. I've got a question, Marwin. Are yes. you going to... Um, 
Are you gonna show this through the Skype so that we I can actually look at what you're looking at? Um, you know what? Yeah, I'll share my screen with you. Yeah, that'd be, there we go. There we go. Share screen. Share Damn. that beautiful bean footage. That's right. <laughs> Roll that beautiful bean footage. See, hear that, uh, everyone, uh, all of our, our listeners here at, at QGN. This is this is how it's done. Live live broadcasts, they are, they are an interesting animal. All right, let's jump into our first one. This is our uh, uh, our rare, okay? Ruin Raider for two and a black for a creature orc pirate with raid. It's a 3-2 creature orc pirate. All right, uh, let's start with um, let's start with uh, with Rogue. Uh, the mana cost is definitely not bigger than the attack you can see, and. Uh, What's the raid? Okay, so raid is at the beginning of your end step. If you attacked with a creature this turn, reveal the top card of your library and put that card into your hand. You lose life equal to the card's converted mana cost, which is two and a black. That's a risky move. Mm. It's a risky move if you have low health, but you know what? I'm going to take it. I'm going to play with it. That sounds so weird. Okay. Yeah, black is definitely in your wheelhouse too. So, mm-hmm. all right. So, so ruin raider maybe uh, it gets a thumbs up, but a cautious one from from rogue. All right, bonded horn crest for three and a reds. A five five creature dinosaur with bonded horn crest can't attack or block alone. Mithril. I like the well. You know, this is this is some classic uh, cat cost being lower than the power and toughness. Although, the drawback's kind of, eh. But, I mean, if you're going all ball-to-the-wall aggro, it's a good card. Alright. Um, I'm sharing my screen with you, uh, Myth- Mithril. Are you able to see it? Yeah, I'm looking at it. Great, okay. The beautiful Ixalan art. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, okay. Rogue, you're up. We've got Imperial Lancer. For one white, it's a 1-1 creature human knight with Imperial Lancer has double strike as long as you control a dinosaur. It has to be, it's a 1-1 with a 1 monocle, that's, nothing, that's nice. But it has an extra, extra bonus of having more than ability if you have more dinosaurs. I like it. I would like to have put this in a deck. Okay. All right. Lightning Strike for one and a red. An instant with Lightning Strike deals three damage to target creature or player. Yes. This is good all the time. This kind of card has been around since the beginning of the game almost. The first version was Incinerate and it had a regeneration and couldn't regenerate claws added to it. So it's the same card. So it's I love this card. It's always been good to me. Okay. All right, Rogue. We've got Marauding Looter for two, a blue, and a red. Marauding Looter is a 4-3 creature, human pirate with raid. Again, raid is at the beginning of your end step. If you attacked with a creature this turn, you may draw a card. If you do so, discard a card. 
Yeah, this is a good spell deck. Um, I actually think this will be a nice addition to the team. Not because of just the mana cost and the health and attack, but it, it, it is a nice card for just picking cards from your library and throwing away cards. So yeah, I'll play this one. All right. Uh, demolish three and a reds, a sorcery <laughs> card. Destroy target artifact or land. Wow, for three and a red. What yeah. you got on that, Mithril? Well, currently in standard, there is no land destruction decks. But back in the day when there was, this would have been a very welcome thing to me. I did make land destruction. It was fun. Okay, so what do you think about it now? It's a sideboard card. Okay. Sometimes artifacts can get be a pain in the butt, so you want yeah. that in the side. Okay, I think that's fair. I think that's very fair, yeah. All right, um, we've got uh, Dire Fleet Hoarder. It's a one and a black, two, one creature human pirate with When Dire Fleet Hoarder dies, create a colorless treasure artifact token with Tap, sacrifice this artifact, add one mana of any color to your mana pool, end quote. I don't think that you said it that way, but um, <laughs> for me, it has a okay mono cost, okay attack defense, but um, only if it dies, it, it might be a sideboard card for me, not the main type of card. Okay. Very good. Uh, Looming Altasaur is a, a 3 and a white for a 1-7 creature dinosaur. Uh, really doesn't have a whole lot going on with it, so we're just going to leave it right there where it is. It's a very blank, bland sort of card. It does have 1-7 for a 3 and a white. I mean, how do we feel about that? Mithril? Uh, I mean, I still want to play this card in like a situation where you have nothing but cards with no text. Okay. So I'd still play that. Um, also, uh, we've got another one here. Uh, Raptor Companions, a one and a white for three. Uh, it's a three-one creature dinosaur for one and a white. His name is Raptor Companion. Um, not a whole lot going on with this one either there. Uh, what do you think there, uh, Rogue? And, uh, it's... It's nice if you have the it's the first white feature that gains. Yeah, it has the ability to get more. But um, it, it's a bit. It's good if you want just creatures. It's an easy starter creature. Yeah, I'll play yeah. This. I think for turn two or turn three, you're, you're dropping a uh, a creature there that's got uh, three power on it. Yeah, yeah, that three makes a big difference on this card. So it's it's actually yeah. on par with playable with with that. Three in front of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of uh, that's kind of how I was. That's kind of what I was getting from it. All right, Mithril, Ryle, for one red. It's a sorcery with Ryle deals one damage to target creature you control. That creature gains trample till end of turn, and then draw a card. Well, uh, dinosaurs. Uh, in this set have this ability called Enrage and using this card on a dinosaur triggers their Enrage and you draw a card and they gain Trample. So you're using this kind of primarily within this set as a trigger. 
Mm. So it's good in a dinosaur deck that does enrage. Okay. Uh, Shore Keeper for one blue rogue. It's a 0-3 creature trilobite. And it has the option on here. If you pay seven and a blue and then tap it, you can draw three cards. Um, for creature, this might just block some damage. But um, the ability of drawing three cards for seven, for seven mana, was it? Yeah, and seven and a, worth it. and a blue. Seven and a blue. I think it's potentially good. <clears throat> well... Darren must disagree. I, I really don't see the the worth of that. Why not just have a card that says for four mono, draw four cards, and then draw three cards instead? Right. We'll have to agree to disagree. Yeah. Okay. All so right. So that's a no on me. All right. Um. All right. We'll we'll leave it there. Sirens ruse there, Mithril. It's a one blue instant with exile target creature you control. Then return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control. If a pirate was exiled this way, oh, draw a card. Well, clearly pirates kind of love this card. Yeah. You know, these pirates have come with some playabilities. You know, you've seen the raid stuff. That's exactly what it's thinking of. But aside from that, if you like bouncing your own creatures to resetting your abilities, that's, this is the card for you. Absolutely. Um, it has not gone past my knowledge that Storm Sculptor is uh, is Mithril's boy uh, for uh, a three-two creature Merfolk Wizard. Storm Sculptor costs three and a blue, and has Storm Sculptor can't be blocked. When Storm Sculptor enters the battlefield, return a creature you control to its owner's hand. Mithril, tell me why this is your boy. Well, he can't be blocked, <laughs> and he does, and he does what Sirens Ruse does uh, for your for yourself. You're kind of setting like if I were to build around this guy, I'd be setting up to be pulling off another ability again. Once I play the other creature that I just returned to my hand again. Hmm. Um, Rogue, what's your take on that? Hmm. Is not my type. It isn't. I like that he's not. Um, that he's not blockable. But I think that um, for four mana. Yeah, three and a blue. This is actually. I can have it on my side. On my sideboard. Think you think it's a sideboard card? Yeah. Oh, uh, Mithril. Rogue just. Be, rogue just pooped on your boy. By Mithril there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, his power his power in defense ain't so hot, but you know, I like the trick. Yeah. Can't be blocked. Enters the battlefield, return a creature controlled to its owner's hand. That's pretty cool stuff. I mean for three and a blue for a three two creature, plus the tricks that he's got, eh, you know. I can see why you like him so much, Mithril, especially being being in the uh, in the blue. Alright, um and this one is gonna go right on over. This is our final one over to uh to Rogue. Okay, Vanquish the Weak. Two and a black. It's an instant. Destroy target creature with power three or less. Okay, this is my honest opinion. Kay. I've been seeing a lot of destroy target creatures. And to be honest, they are actually the same 
monocost. So I've actually said that this might be a card in need, but not something I would put in my card the first the first time I make a deck. Because there are so much more cards that are more powerful, like Murder, that has three mana, and destroy a target creature that has no... There is no three or less. Okay. So this is a card that I might put in later if I need more so spells to kill it. So you're thinking maybe Vanquish the Weak is this kind of a sideboard card for you? It's weak. It's weak. Okay. All right. Um, here, here's a scenario. I'm going to throw a scenario out, and this is going to go straight to Rogue since Black is in his wheelhouse here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Raptor Companion. Three one creature dinosaur. Okay. Two and a white is the cost. Yeah. It's turn three, and Mithril throws down Raptor Companion, and you've got it's your turn. Um, no, I'm sorry. He throws it down. Okay. Whether it's your turn, not your turn, you you let me know what you think about that. But you've got Vanquish the Weak in your hand. You've got the mana to do it. It's an instant. What do you think? Do you spend three and a black for that moment on yeah. Raptor Companion to bounce him? Yeah. What if it's if now if it's he drops it, you still use that instant um, on his turn, or do you, would you do it on your turn? I would do it on his turn, so I get, don't waste all my mana, because my mana will reset on my turn. Okay. Alright, and then just to kind of end off on this, um, I want to ask you, Mithril, what do you think about that scenario? Do you, do you agree or disagree with, with how, how Rogue would handle that? Uh, any way that Rogue would want to feel like he's taking two turns in a row is going to be best for him. Okay. Alright, so there it is, guys. Okay, um, I'm gl- I'm kind of glad we're ca- we're doing this a little bit differently tonight, um, because based on that that sort of scenario, um, I would like to start with um, uh, Rogue's deck building strategies, where we're not necessarily building a deck tonight um, and strategies surrounding that, but really just like just just strategies in general, um. And, and the best way to start off strategies at the early part of a podcast um, series is, is really just to sort of take new players and say, this is some of the basic stuff. So, so we are looking at basics in Magic the Gathering for, for the foreseeable future. And, um, and you can't get any more basic than some of the discussions we've had last episode and maybe the episode before, if I, if I remember correctly. Um, but, and we're going to break it down to even more basics tonight with um, um, the turns in Magic the Gathering, what those turns are and, and what you can do with them. Um, so Rogue is going to be presenting that in in, um, in short order uh, right about now. And, and Rogue, to back you up a little bit, I've got some uh, card types, questions on card types that I'd like to ask you. Because believe yeah. it or not, depending on the cards that are in your hand and the type that they are, whether it's a creature or an instant or a flash card or a sorcery, you can really only drop it during certain certain turns. Yeah. So without any further ado, uh, I give the ground over to Rogue. The uh, steps of Magic the Gathering are very easy to understand. Once you've selected your deck and you started playing, you have the untap step, 
which is the very first part of the Magic the Gathering steps. This is when you actually untap the cards you used last round, which are usually turned to your right, and uh, does only afflict permanents, which are cards that are enchantments, lands, artifact, creature, and uh, so forth. The next step of the Magic the Gathering turns are actually the upkeep. It's a at the beginning of your upkeep step, any abilities that will be triggered either during the untap step or the beginning of your upkeep will go, will go on stacking. Okay. Uh, this, the third step of Magic the Gathering is actually the draw step, where you draw a card which is always required from the top of your library to your hand. Any abilities that will trigger at the beginning of your draw step will stack on this. Either abilities will, um, that is, either draw one less card or draw more cards. Mm -hmm. There are many abilities that will be triggered that can be triggered by either upkeep, draw step, battle, um, battle, um, battle, a combat step, or end step. Okay. Be mindful of those uh, abilities. The main phase is actually where you can play any card you want. Land, creatures, artifact, enchantment, and spells. But there are uh, some cards that are ruled as not playable in your turn. There are some cards that will only play during some special turns. Um, after the main phase, we have the, uh, the fifth, sorry, the fifth thing, which is actually the combat hmm. system. I think, um, um I, not yeah. to not to interrupt, but um, yeah, I think I think what we're doing is we might be uh, we might be taking things a little fast here. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, no worries. Um, let's actually. Let's actually uh, let's actually spin let's actually spin the uh, the old uh, dial back uh, a little bit and let's let's go back to the um, the untap step. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's let's create a scenario for ourselves so we can actually you know get the uh, get the information out um, in a way that I think I think uh, people driving can can sort of you know grab immediately. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's just say a uh, a round of, of Magic the Gathering has, has occurred, and all of your, your land cards are, are tapped, right? Yeah. You just went through all these steps. Your first step is going to be the untap step, which basically is you untapping all your lands, right? Yes. And then you immediately go into that upkeep step, right? Yeah. Okay, now, in this initial step, you're not drawing anything yet. You're not putting anything down. You're just simply... Untapping your lands. Sorry. Yeah, you're just simply untapping your lands, and then your upkeep step does does what? Your upkeep step is actually the step where everything of your creatures or enchantments or anything you have has an if it has an ability that would trigger at this step, it will happen automatically in the game. Or in the card game in real life, you have to be very certain that you can see 
every ability that will be triggered. So, so what about um, damage? Damage to your creatures? Uh, only if it has the on, on the ability, because it won't be anything. Any damage from the last match will, from the last round, will actually be gone. Right. So, so any damage that your creature has sustained from the last round that goes away. Um, yeah. If the if the creature didn't die automatically, it actually heals all the way up to full, and that happens during the upkeep step, or no? Actually, that happens uh, after your round. Okay. When your round is over, all your creatures will uh, will be healed. Okay, and then you go into the the untap step, right, where you you untap all your lands, and then here you are in the upkeep step where all of the uh, any kind of triggers that you have on the battlefield will will you got to look at your cards and see if there's anything that can that can get triggered from from here. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the next step from that is the draw phase, which is pretty self-explanatory, right? What do you do there? Yeah. Drawing a card from your library to your hand. All right. And then then we move into the main phase after that, right? Yeah. Okay. So here's my question. You um, now, the main phase happens before we begin combat. Yes. Okay. We've untapped our lands. We've made sure that all of our triggers for any kind of cards that we have on the table have already been set off. We've drawn yes. our card. Okay. And now yes. uh, we're in our main phase. What do we do in our main phase? This is where, this is where we can actually play lands. More lands creatures, artifacts, enchantments, or actually just casting spells. Okay. Um, is there anything that we really can't do in the main phase? Well, you can't go through your library. <laughs> to be honest, there is almost anything we can do except for attack in the main phase. As long as you have the cards for it. Very good. Uh, it's good to note. Um, so, if you have like some of the some of the instant abilities or some sorceries, um, you can you can play those in your first main phase here. Yes. All right. Um, now let's move into combat. Combat. They were actually separated in two types. We have the attack, which is you or the character that has the turn decides to attack. And this is where he selects creatures to attack with. You, have, you, only, you can only attack once each turn. So you have to actually secure all the creatures you want to attack and ones you do not want to attack with. Now, let me ask you a question. Um, let's say I, I, uh, I dropped a, a, a planes card. Okay, in my first main phase. Yeah. And now I have a um, I have a creature in my hand that costs one white planes card. Okay. Yeah. I'm taking my first main phase. I'm going to tap my planes card so I can play this this creature that costs one white card. Correct. Yes. Can I use that creature card in in the combat step? Oh no no no! Oh you oh actually oh! Have to um, have to have a turn for your creatures to actually 
recover from being summoned. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. As long as he doesn't say ha heist or heist, I don't know how to say that word. Heist is good, <laughs> yeah. Uh, haste, um, haste, haste. Haste. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that ability is the the one that are allowing your creatures to attack as soon as they are summoned. If he doesn't has if he doesn't have that, it's he cannot attack when it gets summoned. Correct. So so um, it goes through what we call summoning sickness. Which means yes. that <clears throat> um, you you've placed uh, the any creature that you put down on the uh, on the table on the battlefield this turn can only be activated in the following turn the following your following turn uh, you can't actually attack with that creature in that in that combat phase unless of course it has the keyword haste that's different. Yes. Um, and keywords are, are different. We'll we'll probably get into that. Maybe we'll get into that next uh, next episode. We'll we'll talk about different keywords and, and the different common keywords. I'm actually going to make a note of that. Okay. Me too. Common keywords. Okay. So here we are in the combat step. Um, assuming, of course, we've we've put down creatures our previous turn. We're going to tap them, move them forward, and then they're going to attack. Now, what are they attacking? They are either attacking the target player, which are the opponent you're playing against, or a planeswalker, which is a special card that helps that player. Okay, well, let's leave that out, because that's going to complicate matters. Oh, um, yeah, that's going to complicate. All right, so the default here is that the, the, the creature card is always going to attack the player. And that's a notable yeah. difference, because... You've got your 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 enemy has creatures on the yes. battlefield as well. Are they ever attacking those creatures? No, they're not attacking their creatures. They're attacking the player, which in the blocking phase, actually, the opponent can choose whether or not he will attack and uh, block any creatures that you're attacking him with. Well, he can choose who to block. Right. Now, this this uh, the combat step and the blocking step, right? That that gets okay. a little that gets a little. Um, how should I put it? A little complicated. So we're gonna for for the for the purposes of this demonstration, which is really just to show the the steps themselves, we're gonna ignore yes. all of that, and we're gonna basically just say that when you when your creature. When you in your in the in the combat phase, you tap your creature, push it forward onto the battlefield. That creature is going to attack your player, the, the your opponent, not your opponent's creatures. Yes. After your after the attack has been initiated, your opponent has the ability to block. It can choose. Your opponent can choose to block. A lot of times when you see me play, I actually don't choose to block. Believe it or not. <laughs> and why is that? Most of the time, to me, it doesn't make much difference. Um, most of the time, I've, I've relegated myself into a corner where if I, I have one or two creatures on the battlefield, if I block, I'm going to lose it, and I'm going to be at a substantial disadvantage. Mm. I have 20 health for the entire game. That 20 health... It goes fast. 
However, my luck is worse. <laughs> so um, I can't always count on there constantly being a creature in my hand on the battlefield. So so I'd rather I care more at 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 certain at certain certain stages in the game. I care more about my creatures than I do about my health until I start really really losing a lot of health. So it's a, it's look it's very situational, okay? I'm not advocating one or the other. I'm just saying that your opponent ha can choose to block or not block. If he decides to block and your creature's power exceeds your opponent's creature's toughness. Your creature has killed their creature. Yeah. That's combat. As simple as yeah. combat can simply be stated. That's it. Now, um, past the block stage, where do we go from there? It's the damage phase. Because once in combat, you have uh, the ability also to cast spells that are instance and flash. Ah. So those cards are either the instance that are spells that can be cast anytime, either on your opponent's turn and damaging creatures or player. Okay. Now for those who are <coughs> in the stream right now, I've got an instant card here in my hand. I actually started a solitaire uh, um, match against myself to sort of illustrate some of these these steps. Um, I'm showing an instant card right now. It's Impeccable Timing. Yeah. That's the name of it. It's one and a white. It's an instant. Okay? It deals three damage to target attacking or blocking creature. Keep in mind, this is the moment during the damage phase when, when your attackers have already been declared. Your blockers have already been declared. All the players are assuming the uh, what... They're all assuming that, that this creature is going to attack. I'm blocking that creature with this. I'm going to get this kind of damage or not. We, there's a lot of assumptions flying around the battlefield right now. And then you spend an extra one and a white. And you throw down this instant card. It deals three damage to, attack, uh, to target attacking or blocking creature. That totally throws a, a wrench into into all of the uh, into all the plans here for this this combat phase. Yeah, just be sure that you're not you're targeting the opponent's creatures and not your own. Right. So let me ask you a question, okay? Because I know I wanted to talk about card types during these steps and for very briefly, because I think this is a critical step right here. This took me a very yeah. very long time to learn. What card types, at this moment in the game, are we allowed to cast and not allowed to cast? Well, in the attack phase, the um, the most well, there's only instant and flash cards that are allowed to be cast from your hand okay. during combat. Now, I think that's important to note because for me in particular. Okay, sorcery cards, uh, which are cards that essentially change the board state, um, yeah. it can 
uh, feel like an instant card or a flash card, uh, but they can't be cast at the same time. No, they cannot. So, so instant cards, sorcery, uh, instant cards, and flash cards; those can get cast at pretty much any time, even if you're in the main phase or your second main phase, right? Yeah. And so can sorceries, but a sorcery card cannot be cast during combat, whereas the instant and flash cards can be cast. Yes. I think that's a very important thing to sort of get out here that. During your combat step, <clears throat> you're actually not casting any cards at all, with the exception of instants so and flash cards. Yeah. Is there anything else that you can think of that, that maybe kind of goes against that? Mm, no. Okay. I can't remember anything that is counter to a lot. Okay. All right, so damage is assigned. Now what do we do? Now that we do, it's the... Uh, the Oh, we're done with the damage, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the end of combat, actually. Okay. Removing the dead creatures from the, <laughs> from the combat zone, mm -hmm. which in your case will be automatically. Right. It's the second main phase. Okay. Where you can kind of cast creatures if you ha if you have any left for the mana if you have any left. You mean land cards? When you say when you say mana, you mean land cards, right? Yeah. Okay. The lands. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, after the second main phase, it's the end step. It's the the end step is more like a um, more trigger. Activating more trigger abilities, and uh, that is a good thing to have. It's more of a uh, when you end your turn, this will happen kind of thing. Okay, so that that be that be it. That's the end of the turn, and then you pass yep. it over to your opponent. Yes. Okay. All right. Um. So so we took our time with that. All right. Now I'm gonna unpack all of this. Okay? It is as quickly and as broadly as it gets. So you can see, despite the fact that we took our time and, 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 and spoke about it in, um, in, uh, in, in over explained ourselves, I'm going to talk, I'm going to, I'm going to list this out so you can see how fast this actually happens and how easy it actually can be. Okay. Your opponent just went. He passes the turn over to you. You're in your untap step. You untap all of your land cards, your mana cards. You Now you're in your upkeep step. Okay? Any kind of triggered abilities, look for them on your cards. Trigger them, whatever they may be. All right? If you can. Now you're in your draw step. You turn around. You grab your cards from your, uh, from your library. You grab one card from the top of your library, and you put that into your hand. Now you've started your first main phase. Your first main phase, you can cast any sort of spell that you have. Land cards, you drop your land cards down. Creature cards, you tap your lands to put those, those creatures down. Maybe an instant or a sorcery, a flash card, an artifact, or an enchantment card. This is the moment when you're going to want to put your land cards down, see how much you have, and then cast whatever you think is appropriate in your hand, whatever it may be. 
Once you've made your decision, now you start combat. This is the moment where any, any creature cards that are on the table that are not in Summoning Sickness can be used to defend who? Your opponent, not your opponent's creatures. So you attack. You attack with those creatures. Your opponent has the chance to block. Your opponent can choose to block. Your opponent can choose not to block. It's their decision. As damage begins to get assigned, you now have the ability to cast instant cards and sorcery cards. This is the big upset during the entire game. Probably the critical, one of the most critical moments throughout the entire step. You have a chance here with the instant and flash cards that you have in your hand to really upset the apple cart and throw them down now. So long, of course, as you have untapped mana, rather untapped lands on your side. Damage is assigned. The chips fall where they may. Here we are in, in the end of combat, and your second main phase has begun. If you have not dropped a land card, you may do so now. If there's still cards that you would like to cast from your hand now, and you have the, the, the mana, the lands, to, to do it, you may do so now. Otherwise, it's your final end step, and you pass the turn over to your opponent. Yes. That's that was it. actually a good explanation of all the turns and proper ways. Okay. Alrighty. Um, myth, uh, so, so um, Rogue, uh, what we're going to do is maybe next time do common keywords. Yeah. And sort of explain a little bit of that. Um, hang out with us for as long as you possibly can because uh, we're going to give the, uh, the, the show over to, uh, to Mithril. Uh, who's going to give us a little bit about uh, about the dark? Yeah, I'll try to get on the, my computer Skype. <laughs> okay, uh, Mithra, you still with me? Mithra, you may be muted, just so you know, because I'm not hearing you. We may have some technical issues. We may have another technical difficulty today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mithril. All right. Um. Okay. I I've never I've never had it before where an entire host just just ghosted on on a show before in the middle of the show, but uh, um, I I'm going to assume that that um. <laughs> Poor Mithril ran into an issue. <laughs> um, the the uh, sleep on the keyboard. I I you know what it is. I think uh, he probably took the opportunity to uh, take care of his uh, his 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 uh, his baby girl. So, yeah. um, Rogue. Yeah. Are you in Magic: The Gathering online? Actually, not. Uh, I was trying to log on to oh, my. Oh, that's right. Yeah, your computer. Uh, took a dive. You know what? I, I'm still on my phone, so I can actually just uh, try to play a couple of matches if you want. Um, on your phone? No, 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 no. My computer is up and running, but I can log on and try to see if everything is a-okay. Yeah, let's see. Let's see if we can do that. Let's see if we can do that uh, while we um, try and get uh, try and get Mithril back. We're not. Uh, we're not sure exactly what happened. 
Um, I'm starting to get a little concerned because, to be honest with you, um, the guy's basically on the ball, uh, <laughs> and it uh, seems like something's up over there. So, so we're not sure if we're getting Mithra back, unfortunately. But, uh, hey, we'll figure it out. How you doing over there with uh, with the game? I'm logging on right now. It's just loading. Oh, very good. What do you want to play? Um, so let's. Uh, uh yep, I see it. I'm gonna challenge you. And um, let's see. I'm going I, to I have stop so many stream right there because I'm watching the stream on my computer. Okay. So I won't be. And you can stop sharing your screen right now, so I won't be able to see your cards. Uh, you know what? I, I'm going to do that just in case uh, Mithril makes his way back. Okay. All right. Um, what kind of format do you want to play? Because I've got a lot of different decks here, uh, from Freeform to Momir Basic and Standard, Modern, Legacy. i got a ton of decks over here that Mithril helped create for me. Uh, I only have... Let's see now. I have one free form. I have one modern and three standard. All right. Uh, what do you feel like playing? Mm. I have no idea. Actually, free form it is. <laughs> okay. I'm, All right. I'm on. That was easy. <laughs> let's do. Uh, let's do one of the free forms. These are these are kind of fun um, because uh, these could be pretty much just about anything. So, uh, so it's always a good time, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna call this out as as we do it. Let's see. All right, I got a freeform deck here, and jumping in. All right, so we're gonna play uh, we're gonna play one round. All right, all right, Rogue. Yeah. I know it says. Uh, Two rounds for the game, but we're gonna play one round. How'd you do over there for that hand? That's a keeper. That's a keeper. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. Very good. Uh, this one, I think I'm gonna have to mulligan. Unfortunately. Aww. All right. All right. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this one. I mean, it's kind of shoddy, but whatever. Okay. We got Tishana's Wayfinder. Creature Merfolk Scouts, 2-2 two, two for 2 and a green. And she enters the Just battlefield. Just keep on saying your cards to me. <laughs> it, it explores. Alright, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put that on my on my top of my library. <laughs> Just so you know what's coming. Um, There we go. Alright, Rogue dropped a green, uh, uh, an island card, a blue card. Ooh, what's going to come from that? Anything? Nada. Okay. Just what we were talking about earlier when it came to, like, um, the turns and whatnot. I mean, in the very beginning of the game, the turns go rocket fast. He just passed oh, yeah. it over to me. Um, Alright, I'm dropping a, a forest card. I've got nothing else that I can play, so I'm just going to pass the turn right on over to, uh, to Rogue. It's actually a pretty nice card. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's one of the Amonkhet uh, forest cards. Yeah. Kind of love the uh, Innistrad, Innistrad uh, decks. The art, well, arts on those. I love them. Oh yeah, Innistrad. Uh, are you talking about 
Innistrad or like Shadows over Innistrad? Both. I like them both. Like them both? Alright. Yeah. We've got Consulate Skygate here. It's a two of any any color card. Okay, it's a 0-4 artifact creature wall with Defender on it and Reach. Very interesting card mm -hmm. that he's dropping here. Nice, solid defense. Hmm. Fly and Defender. It, uh, reach and Defender. It's a nice thing to have. Yeah. You can block anything. Now, if you're able to, uh, sure, I could block anything. It's got a, it's, it's got a four, uh, four defense there. But if you were able yeah. to uh, give it some some attack points, it has reach on, yeah. which means it can it can hit and block um, flying creatures as well. That would be nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, dropping a uh, a mountain. Ooh. There you go. Again, I don't have anything I can cast, so I'm just gonna pass the uh, the turn over to Rogue. Thank you. Yes, sir. And um, I'm going to place one of those. Another island. Then... Okay, he's tapping an island and a swamp, so a blue and a black. He's tapping. He's casting Graph Rats. <clears throat> um, for one and a black, it's a two-one creature. He's putting that on the battlefield right now. This is one of those complicated cards from uh, Eldritch Moon. Uh, it can yeah. be morphed. Well, that's that's a that's a conversation for another day. Oh yeah. Morphing cards, very interesting. But as far as I understand, um, uh, melding cards like that only appeared in um, in Eldritch Moon, right? Like you never really had that in any other set, right? No. Okay. It was a unique uh, mechanic they actually added. Alright, I'm dropping a forest. So I've got two forests and a mountain, uh, two green and a red. And uh, I'm actually going to cast uh, Tashana's Wayfinder. Tap two forest and, uh, well, tap two green and a red. Tashana's Wayfinder is a 2-2 creature. Which he enters the battlefield and explores. Which means I could reveal the top card of my library. Interesting mechanic there. Okay, which I have that. I will not be calling that out like I did last time. <laughs> Alright, um, my card's got summoning sickness. I can't really do much. I'm just going to pass the turn right back over to uh, Rogue. Thank you. Boy, Mithril's really, uh, he's really down for the count, isn't he? I don't think you fell asleep, dude. <laughs> I, I think I think something happened. <laughs> Hopefully he's okay. I hope so. Yeah, that's um, he was wide awake. <laughs> I don't think yeah. he fell asleep. <laughs> Honest, I have nothing to play. You got nothing just passing the turn. No. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I'm instructing my cat not to step on my uh, soundboard here. Uh, come on, buddy. Oh, God. Boy, this is uh, an interesting podcast today, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. 
All right. Um, yeah. My turn. Uh, so I am going to throw down this uh, red card. Red mana. And... Let's see. I have two green and two red. All right. I'm going to tap them all and cast Grazing Whiptail. Uh, it's a 3-4 creature dinosaur with reach. For the monocles, it's actually pretty good. Alright. Just so everyone knows, okay, the board state right now, no one's lost any health. Okay, I've got an active 3-3 creature. I've got a 3-4 creature on the battlefield with summoning sickness. Um, Rogue has a 2-1 active creature right now and an active defender on his side as well. So that's kind of what's going on. None of his mana is tapped at the moment and all of mine is tapped. So anything can happen. Pretty much. I think we're at a stalemate, so I'm just going to pass the turn over to you. I'm not actually going to attack. That's nice. Alright, he just dropped another uh, black mana, a swamp. He's tapping uh, all of his cards and casting Midnight Scavengers. It's a 3-3 creature for 4 and a black. When it enters the battlefield, you may return target creature card with converted mana cost 3 or less from your graveyard. So that's going coming onto the, uh, the old battlefield there. Yeah. I kind of like it if you actually look at the gra uh, graft rat. You can actually see the, the midnight scavengers in the background. Uh, yes, you can. Wow, you, uh, hey, you lucky dog. You're going to be able to uh, meld graft rats and midnight scavengers into chittering host. Very interesting, which, which happened. He melded the two. It is now Chittering Host, a 5-6 Eldrazi Har with haste and menace, which means this creature can't be blocked except by two or more creatures. That's what menace means. Very interesting. And it also gives, uh, what was that, a 1-0 to other creatures on the battlefield and menace. His, 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 def his wall, his defender, his 0-4 has now gained menace and has become a 1-4 creature. Sweet mother of God! <laughs> it's all kind of crazy over here right now, guys. This, this is why. Oh, God, no! That's too bad I can't attack with it because it's a defender. Hmm. I'm ending my turn and giving it to you. Okay, well, I've got quite the, uh, quite the hand to deal with over here. Um, a handful. Tossing down a green mana card, a, a forest. Let's see. All right. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. Casting Raging Swordtooth. 
for all of my mana. Which is three forest and two two mountains. It is a 5-5 five, five creature dinosaur with trample, and when Raging Swordtooth enters the battlefield, it deals one damage to each other creature. That could actually have taken and <laughs> killed my rat. Could have. Everyone takes the hit. You get a hit. I get a hit. They get a hit. Everyone gets a hit. <laughs> it was a hit. It was. Battleship. Hmm. Mm. Indeed. Unfortunately, this is not the time to attack. No. You're right about that. It's not. Uh score is still is still uh twenty twenty. No one's been hit. But uh this this stalemate is is slowly coming to an end. Uh, Rogue just dropped another uh, another island card, another blue land card. Let's see what he does. All of my mana is tapped. All of his is upright. Oh! What is this? A sorcery card. Clutch of the Currents. Return target creature to its owner's hand. Sweet mother of God, he's targeting my grazing whiptail, my 3-4 creature with reach. That has been bounced off of the battlefield and it's back into my hand. Holy God. Kind of like a football announcer right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to get a little dramatic with these things, you know? <laughs> Everyone panic fast. What's going on? Who's on second? Is that a field goal? <laughs> All right. Uh, Rogue has now tapped. We're in a combat set. He has tapped Chittering Host. He's bringing it forward. And he is swinging at me. What what am I gonna do? I have a chance to block with a five five or a three three. I'm just gonna let it go. I'm gonna take the damage. I am not blocking. I am yeah, not because it will. It's also menace. Yep. I am. Uh, I am not giving up any of my creatures on the battlefield. I'll take the five damage. I have gone from twenty to fifteen hit points. And that ends my turn. All right, my turn. I'm gonna drop a red land card. Mm. All right. Oh, he's tapping. Tapping hard. For four nice. and a red. A 5-5. Five, five. Creature dinosaur trample and haste. This bad boy Damn. has made himself active. Here we go, folks. It's all or nothing. Uh-oh. He tapped... What was that? Two... Two, 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 two island cards. Two blue cards. He's dropping an instant. Dramatic reversal. Untap all non-land permanents you control. So he is going to untap any card of his that is tapped. Chittering Host has now made himself upright. He is a 5-6 creature back on the battlefield and ready to block. Your thoughts, Avarwin? I'm swinging on all three. I'm throwing in a 3-3, three, three, a 5-5, five, five, and a 5-5. Five, five. One's got tramp. Both have trample, actually. And here we go. There's a lot of damage. 
He's got a 5-6 and a 0-4. He's got to figure out what's going on. He's blocking my 5-5 five five Raging Sword Tooth. And, uh, all right, here we go. Damage to be assigned. Okay, there goes Raging Swordtooth. He's in my graveyard. He has he has gotten hit. He is dead. Okay. Um, my my three three got blocked. Nothing nothing came of that. But my five five came through, and now the score is even fifteen fifteen on both sides. And it's Rogue's turn. Nothing stands in his way. All of my mana is tapped. My creatures are tapped. He's got a. Uh, uh, he's got all of his mana. Three blue, three black. He's got a zero four defender and a five six ready to rock ch chittering host on his side. He swings with the five six chittering host. There's nothing I can do to block, and he deals the damage. Yeah. I am down to ten. But then again, I've left almost a door stand open, wide open because right now I have one defending creature while you have two attacking creatures. So that's a um, big, big situation on my problem. Well, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Big, big, uh, big, big thoughts over here. All right. Okay, casting Grazing Whiptail back onto the battlefield. That's my 3 4 creature dinosaur with Reach. He's just on the battlefield right now. Let's see what happens. Entering uh, combat. Okay. I'm swinging with my 5 5 and my 3 3. My 5 5 does have trample on it. Okay. Rogue has a 0-4 defender with reach. Let's see what happens. He's tapping two blue and two black. And he's casting a 3-3 three, three Storm Rider Spirit Creature with flash and flying. Here's a question. Can that flash flying creature he just dropped, can that block? It can block! Because it is... Blocking is not the same as attacking. Right. Even though I get two damage and no one damage because of your trample. Alright. He blocked with uh, he blocked my five five with trample, with his zero four creature. I did four damage to the creature. He came off the battlefield, and uh, and went into uh, went into his graveyard. The one remaining damage went over to to Rogue. Uh, it is now fourteen ten, with Rogue in the lead, four points over me in health. Good morning, Nevik. Nevik is in the chat room, guys. He's in the chat room. And the chat room's going wild. <laughs> All right. Rogue's lands are fully untapped. He just dropped Mortuary Mire. It is a land card, a black land card. When it enters the battlefield, you may put a target creature card from your graveyard back on top of your library. 
He has a Chittering Host, the 5-6 creature right now on the battlefield. He's choosing something from his graveyard to put back onto the battlefield as per Mortuary Mire dictates. Hmm. I'll save this for later. Okay. Not triggering this ability right now. Passing attack phase. To you. Returning the, the turn over to me. Alright. Dropping another red land card. Okay, for two and a green. Ra ra uh, ranging Raptors. It's a 2-3 creature. It's coming onto the battlefield. Attack phase is coming in. Okay, swinging again for my 5-5 my five, five with Trample and my 3-4 with Reach. Chittering Host, the 5-6 creature on Rogue Side is available to block. Let's see what he does. He blocks the 5-5, five, five, ultimately dealing enough damage to it to kill it, remove it from the board. The 3 damage does go through, and Rogue is down to 11, 10, him... One health point above me at this time. And the... It has passed over to him. Okay. I'm kind of, kind of rocking my my knee right now. I'm going, I'm going to up and down <laughs> constantly. <laughs> okay, he's passing his turn over to me. He's choosing not to attack. He's using a second main... Second main phase to drop an island card. Yeah. And then end my turn. Okay. Ooh. Two and a green. We've got Arzakan Archer. It's a 1 4 with reach. When it enters the battlefield, you may have it fight another target creature. I don't think I'm going to be doing that. Smart move. <laughs> hmm. It says you may have it fight another target creature. I don't think I want to do that. So how can I uh, not do this? What am I missing here? Because it seems like I'm being forced to do this. Oh, there's a trigger to build in, and you may. Uh, actually, no, on this one. Uh, isn't it something like on the left side underneath the, uh, or underneath my graveyard that says something? Uh, nah. Isn't there uh, such a choice? All right, we're going to keep the game moving. All right, and uh, we're just going to do the uh, um, we're going to do the the dumb thing here, and I'm going to just have it fight one of my creatures. Oh my! <laughs> it works. Oh wait, hold on. Do not use its ability. Okay. All right. Uh, there was a button for it. There was a button for it. It, it had to. 
it, it, it did make its way. Alright, I am going to choose to not attack this round and just pass the round over to Rogue. Who's tapping three black and two blue for Stormrider Spirit, a 3-3 creature with flash and flying. So, I won't waste my mana on my turn. Okay. Hmm. Damn it. Um. You have two creatures with reach. Damn. This makes it a bit more difficult. <laughs> Sorry to make it easy for you. <laughs> uh, it just makes it interesting. You could either do. Uh, can. Block both of them, damn it. Might remove something next round. Alright. He's passing the uh passing the turn Torch over to over me. To you. All right, tapping uh four Ooh. four red and two green. For a 6-6 creature dinosaur with trample. Okay, I just have to say it. I love the artwork on this one. It's uh, pretty majestic. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's got summoning sickness. Uh, so I am going to uh, pass the turn over to Rogue. Indeed. Current board state right now. Rogue has 11 health. I have 10. Um, he has, what is that, 4 black and 4 blue uh, basic lands with uh, 1 black land called Mortuary Mire there. So it's actually, what, 5 black and, and 4 blue? Yeah. Okay. Uh, two creatures on his side, a 5-6 and a 3-3. Three, three. Uh, he's passed the turn over to me. Okay. Um, I've got four red and three green cards. Uh, with, uh, four creatures on the battlefield right now. A 6-6 six, six with Trample, a 1-4 with Reach, a 2-3, and a 3-4 with Reach. It's my turn. I'm casting, uh, a red land card. Not dropping anything this particular uh, turn. Mm. Alright. I'm going to do a swing for all in. I'm doing all in swing here. 6-6, six, six, a 1-4, 2-3, and a 3-4. All of that swinging in right now. Rogue's got a 5-6 and a 3-3 three, three that are able to block. And if I do not block anything, and I will die... Yeah, that's a total of 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 damage. So he's got to block something here. All right, looks like uh, the 3-3 three, three is going to block a 2-3. And the 5-6 is going to block a 3-4. Blockers have been declared. Okay, 
Two of my guys have come off the battlefield. Alright, I got a triggered ability here. Whenever Ranging Raptors is dealt damage, you may search your library for a basic land card, put it onto the battlefield, tap, then shuffle your library. I will trigger that ability. And I'm choosing a Plains card to hit the battlefield, which comes in tapped. Alright, <clears throat> current board state right now for health is uh, um, 4 health for Rogue, 10 health for me. Um, both of my creatures are tapped. Uh, however, my, my mana... Um, five red, three green, not tapped, one white, is tapped, and it is now Rogue's turn. All of his mana is untapped. Skyline Cascade, a blue card, has come down. It's got a triggered ability. When it enters the battlefield, target creature and opponent controls doesn't untap. During his controller's next untap step. Let's see where, where this goes. This is how it's used. What you doing there? I am detaining your creature. Does <laughs> not untap during <laughs> its controller's next untap step. <laughs> okay, so my six six is now pinned down here, uh, to to the ground. Not not gonna not gonna be able to to move my next uh, my next turn, unfortunately. I kind of did something bad there. Alright, his 5-6 and his 3-3 three, three are swinging in. I can't do anything with that. Uh, so unfortunately, I'm going to be taking 8 damage to the face. Out of 10. Straight in the face! Right in the fizz ace! Alright, so I asked the chat room, how do you guys like the commentary? Nevik says, it's helpful for me. What do you guys think on the podcast? <clears throat> um, do you enjoy this kind of thing? Is it annoying? Have you have you just, have you thought about maybe, you know, what this is getting a little too intense? I'm going to turn this crap off. Um, current board state right now. I am down to two life. Rogue has four. We're coming down to the wire, folks, and he's passing the turn to yes. me. Ivarin. Yes, sir. Oh, I thought my I thought my phone just went. The your audio just went and it just became silent. I was like, did my phone freeze up as well? <laughs> That'd be some shit. <laughs> that scared the hell out of me, man. Oh, I imagine. Okay, I am ca I am going to tap a uh, a green card that I have here and cast. Commune with Dinosaurs. It's a sorcery card. Look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal a dinosaur or land card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. Uh, Ishabu says, like the commentary. Okay, that's good to hear. Yeah. It's helpful. Alright, I've made my choice. Hmm. 
Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> yes, we do. Um, I am going to cast this uh, creature dinosaur here for four and a green. This is Snapping Sailback. It has Flash awesome. and Enrage. Uh, whenever <clears throat> Snapping Sailback is dealt damage, put a 1-1 one, one counter on it. It's what it says. It's a 4-4 four, four creature dinosaur and is coming into the battlefield now. Uh, despite the fact that it has Flash, it does, of course, have Summoning Sickness. Um, I am going to, for one red, cast Ryle. Which is a sorcery card for one red. Ryle deals one damage to target creature you control. It gains trample until end of turn. Uh, and then I get to draw a card. So, uh, um, nice. this, uh, particular thing right now, um, we're going to be putting the, uh, the triggered ability here, um, on, uh, snapping sailback. Which, uh, which was a mistake on my part. Okay, but I have been able to draw a card, which I will be casting. It's a green land. And uh, we're going to be moving forward here, folks. Uh, Nevix no, says you could probably skip the commentary on the land placement, I think. Probably a good idea. All right. I will place my land on the attack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I will not be attacking this this round. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and, and uh, pass that turn over to Rogue. Thank you. And um, I'm going to end it all by saying sleepy time. Sleepy time. Guys, uh, he's tapping five black. He's got a sorcery card that he's dropping. It's called Certain Death. Destroy target creature. Its controller loses two life and you gain two life. Jesus. <laughs> well played. <laughs> I have lost. Because of that sorcery card, I have, uh, I have lost a dinosaur from my battlefield I lost my creature as a result of losing my creature that card said when that happens your opponent loses two life and he gains two life I only had two life left therefore I am down to zero and he has gained two life bringing him up to six it is six zero rogue has won congratulations that was a fantastic win for a very 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 exciting game Thank you. I was uh, holding up, to, holding on to that card ever since the around when you got the uh, trample six six. I was like, I can use this to kill his creature, <laughs> but, I'll, but I'll detain his creature first and see what happens. See what happens. Well, very good. That was very well played, Rogue. Very well Thanks. played indeed. All right, listen, folks. Um, we have had a very, very, very difficult show. Probably one of the hardest shows that I've ever recorded. Sorry. Ever, <laughs> um, we have had, we have been beset, besieged by um, by technical difficulties through and through. So, number one, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for sticking with us all through this episode. Um, number two, uh, Mithril, it was it was great having you on when you were when you were here. Unfortunately, I hope everything is okay. I'm going to try and give you a call and see if you're all right over there. Um, so we'll we'll go from there. Um, 
But uh, I don't want anyone to, to worry. We'll be back next week for another episode of Quest Gaming Magic the Gathering. Please follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash questgamingnetwork. And follow us on Twitter as well at QGMTG. And I'll give the last comment over to over to Rogue. Never underestimate the power of a good spell. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's, that's the truth. <laughs> All right, folks. Listen, thank you so much for listening, for downloading, for watching. Take care, everyone. Be safe. And as always, I still haven't figured out what I'm going to say at this point. So I'll just... Yeah, I'm going to the next meeting, man. That's right. We'll figure something out soon enough. But take care. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a good night, guys. Nighty night, people. Thank you.